Welcome to Stress, Depressed, and Stella Mess, the show where we get sidetracked but still manage to stay on topic. This is your host, Craig Perez. Joining me today is my co-host, Lauren Bonoski. Today we'll be covering, we'll be going over engineering as a whole topic, explaining the general practice and necessity of the field, followed by robotics, such as Palin the robotics team, robotics team, explaining the different uses and importance of each. Finally, the fun part, talking about how a fictional world like Star Wars inspires modern engineers to create objects once thought to be fictional. So, like, what is engineering exactly? Because I have no idea. Well, engineering is covered by the term STEM, standing for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I think a good way of explaining is a combination of inventing uh, and math problems. The only example I can think of on the spot is petroleum engineering, which is the engineering and science behind crude oil and how it is and how it can be turned into gas and oil for your car and jet fuel and things of that sort. Okay, so that's what all this like nerds at Turner are doing and stuff usually. Kind of. The way that robotics works at Turner is a group of students get a game that they can use uh, problem solving skills, typically called the engineering process. They use a combination of machinery, programming, and design to create a robot that meets the requirements to achieve the goal of the game. An example is last year's game. The goal of the game was to shoot foam balls into a goal about 8 feet off the ground in a field that was 50 feet long and about 24 feet wide, with obstacles and other robots in the way. With the, with the robot being about being able to move around the field, collect balls from the floor, and shoot them, into, and shoot them to score a point, and then at the end of the game, the robot was supposed to climb a seesaw-like contraption and level it out with the help of the, with other robots. So what you're saying is, is that the nerd at Turner could literally build me like a robot servant and I could be living like royalty? Yeah, they can do that, but it might take a little longer than you might think. However, there's a company called Boston Robotics that specializes in things like that. The most recent discovery in robot is called the, is a RoboDog called spot that's programmed to act like how a dog would so like you can teach it commands like sit and fetch and roll over so it's also it can also be controlled by remote so so take it so people can take it into hazardous zones another invention is a human-sized robot that can walk over different types of terrain having the ability to think for itself and to follow orders grab and use tools properly the main purpose of this was initially for the military zones so we would send that instead of soldiers but we, but it's been modified by other people to take care of elders as well. So you could technically have a robot that could go to war for you, but make you a sandwich if you want. Okay, okay. So first of all, we basically have a Baymax, essentially. Second of all, if we made them do everything for us, I feel like it would probably overthrow mankind. Like, I'm personally, I don't know about you, but personally, I am not about that life. Um, I'd rather have like this cute little robot like named Vector and he just sits there and he's like cute, you know, kind of like a boyfriend. Isn't that what Preston's for? I mean, listen, Greg, listen, <laughs> technically speaking, yes, but he's more of there to make fun of me, you know, like I guess sitting there looking cute is for more for like fictional guys like Dean Winchester or Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Obi-Wan Kenobi is cute. I'm not sure who Dean is, but I think you're missing a crucial person in the Star Wars universe. Do you have any guess on who that is? Kit Fisto. I regret making you a co-host. Did I lie? Did I lie, Craig? Well, no. I was thinking of Anakin Skywalker, but I still think he's better looking than Kit Fisto. Oh, 
you did you did not just say that to me you did not just say that to me first of all first of all okay let's let's go down the list of the issues i mean like a skywalker mm-hmm, mm-hmm. number one he has daddy issues okay and that's a big that's like a big part and i'm not wanting to deal with that i mean yeah but he also murdered some kids in the third movie but <laughs> some kids he murdered them on jedi temple okay that's not as big as an issue as daddy issues here he was what? the chosen one <laughs> Wait a second. So you're literally you're literally arguing and trying to prove that this guy that's murdering kids is a better person and a better boyfriend than Kip Fisto. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. I regret agreeing to come to the show. You're literally defending a child mass murderer. Anyway, change the subject. What? <laughs> Have you ever thought about how cool it was that Star Wars has hovering cars and space travel that's much better than ours? Kind of crazy. Well, I mean, it does take place in, like, I guess a future and in a, quote, galaxy far, far away, end quote. But it does make me wonder what our world will come up in the future, though. Like, I bet we will totally have lightsabers. I mean, technically we do. Earlier this year, some random guy on YouTube created a working lightsaber using plasma. And, and like, him and his company are currently working on a more efficient and powerful version. And, yeah, although, all, although Star Wars takes place in a galaxy far, far away doesn't mean we're limited to what we have i mean we have countless people trying to create things that the star wars universe has wait there's like actually people trying to make a star wars like what do you mean like like what are they trying to create well yeah so as i said before there's that guy on youtube and also like actual companies like there's a there's a company that created a um a vehicle called aereo x which is pretty much it has the body of a bicycle but it has the fans of it has two giant fans, like, where the wheels should be facing downwards, and that allows the bike to hover. So, like, it could go pretty much over any terrain, snow, rocky mountains, like, whatever you can think of, more than likely, it can go over it. Dude, dude, just imagine running over, like, some person with, like, a hover bike. You know, like, instead of, like, it's just kind of, like, going over them, it's like a ramp, and they just go, Phew! and you just, like, start flying. <laughs> it just launches it across the area. <laughs> That'd be an amazing version of flight. Not gonna, I'm going to be completely honest with you. It should, in theory, that should work. I'm not sure, though. Now that's pod racing. At least I have the high ground. Yeah, well, I have brought peace, freedom, justice, and security to my new empire. Well, you were supposed to destroy the Sith and not join them. Are we really doing this? Yeah. Meet me outside. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go then, post out. Alright then, let's go. Wrap this up and I'll be right outside. Let's go right now. Sounds good to me. Today, so today we covered engineering and looked, at, and looked into the history of engineering as well as modern examples and different uses of the career. Then talking about robotics and how that allows kids as well as college students to create robots that are made to a specific job. Like usual, we got a little bit distracted and ended up talking about Star Wars, which actually helped us explain the potential of engineering. Well, I'm off to go fight Lauren. This is me signing off and as always... See you next time. Stay a mess, my friends. Peace out, y'all.